You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly, Smoke Grayer. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Also, if you love this show, support this show at Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. That's Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show for as little as $5 a month. You can become a subscriber and make sure we keep the lights on around here. And if you love this show and you want to listen to it on the road with you, you can now do so as a podcast and you can go to bit.ly forward slash dilly show that's bit.ly forward slash dilly show and uh it's courtesy of magical producer trevor he works on that every single day and uh we appreciate him doing that so check that out today all right good morning friday december 8th 2023 yay the weekend we made it everybody my rib is still out on my left side. I don't know what's going on over here. I can feel it. it's still fucking. It's it's out. Uh, it's out. It's poking out. It's awful. Hopefully it'll subside as I sit here with you guys. But uh, yeah, how are you guys doing? You guys having a good Friday? I'm having a great Friday. I had so much fun yesterday. I was exhausted, but uh, I was uh, honestly shocked in a really good way by uh, my interview with Roger Stone. Um, I was not ready for uh, the incredible words he had for me and the, sh and the team. Uh, I mean, I, I knew he would be kind because Roger's a gentleman, but I really didn't know what he was going to say, obviously. And um, I just was totally humbled by what he had to say, uh, especially given what he has accomplished in his career. So that was a really cool thing. Um, it, it was probably one of my favorite interviews I've done in, in a really long time. Uh, just because of the magnitude of what he was saying. So that was really special. If you guys missed it, uh, you're going to want to head on over and find it. Um, I'll post, I'm going to actually play some of the clips from it today. I got a couple of clips that, that uh, Miguel Forney cut for us. So I'll play it for you guys. And then it's got the website and everything where you can go to watch the rest of it. Or if you want to find it on um, Rumble, it's there as well. Shout out to Lauren Eve for that beautiful artistic opening meme. And then we followed it with Miguelifornia and Brandy with a B, their uh, beautiful, beautiful meatball Christmas meme, which was just a ton of fun. So uh, yeah, gonna be that kind of a show today. It'll be fun. We got Q&A Friday today as well. Uh, we've got some news stories we gotta talk about. Hunter Biden indicted. Uh, I don't really find that to be very uh, compelling, which is we're not gonna spend that much time on it. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, mainstream Hollywood stealing our material, not even really getting, honestly, usually they dress it up to try and make you think it's, well, it's close. Maybe they they just flat out ripped off our shit yesterday. Uh, Magical Trevor had done a meme and a few hours later, Hollywood did their own version of the meme, a shittier version of it and put it out uh, and tried to pretend they're funny, which they're not. So that was kind of fun. We'll talk about that today. Might even get yourselves a uh, copycat song because I know how much you all love the copycat song. Haven't played that one in a little while. Uh, we've got some other incredible stuff, uh, especially when we look at the polling. Oh my God. The polling for President Trump continues to be 
shockingly, shockingly impressive, especially with younger voters. And uh, that is something the Democrat Party is in a panic about. But there's also another man who is suffering one of the most embarrassing and precipitous falls in political history. Meatball DeSantis now getting his ass smoked, smoked by Nimrata, Nikki Haley. She is kicking the fuck out of the meatball. It is sad. It's going to end his career permanently. Um, and, and not just, I, I mean, literally, I think he's out the day after Iowa. I, I don't think that there's a, a chance he goes past Iowa. Um, I think he's clinging on for dear life. The latest numbers are so fucking bad. So we'll talk about those on today's show as well. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. But first, let's do a little bit of MAGA Commerce. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. That's right, mypatriotcigars.com is where you're going to go. You're going to punch in promo code DILLY for 25% off. I will be taking several of these with me down to Miami tomorrow morning. We are going to have some fun, and we are definitely going to enjoy some Patriot Cigars. I'm telling you guys, Alan's a great guy, diehard, Dilly 300, diehard Trump supporter, and uh, guy makes a hell of a cigar, I got to tell you. Got to tell you, he makes a hell of a cigar. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code Dilly for 25% off. Also today, oh my God, it's Angel Paste. I love getting to promote this product because I finally have a skincare product for me. That's right. This product has uh, single-handedly uh, eliminated my eczema issues that I was having for years, really was suffering through it. And uh, angelpaste.com cleared it up. I, I I swear by this product because it, it worked for me. And I think it's because I have such sensitive and fickle skin and I have a ton of fucking allergies 
that uh, I couldn't find anything that didn't uh, exacerbate the issue except this. I mean, Angel Paste. It's an all-natural, organic, American-made miracle cream. I use it day and night, by the way. Uh, I use it first thing in the morning when I wake up and then just before bed after I get out of the shower. And uh, it's homemade in Spring, Texas by Barbara Doty. She's amazing. And it's formulated using a proprietary water-free blend of food-grade plant oils. It's very light and it absorbs fast, leaving the skin soft and smooth with no sticky or greasy residue, which is a deal breaker for me. I don't like that feeling on my skin. It grosses me out. Angel Paste is an all-natural skincare product made by Patriots for Patriots, and your skin will drink it up. Makes the perfect, unique, thoughtful Christmas gift. Experience Angel Paste for yourself today. Go to angelpaste.com. Promo code Dilly will get you a dollar off your purchase. They wish they could give you guys uh, a little bit more than a dollar, but uh, for now, they're not able to. But angelpaste.com. Promo code Dilly for a buck, and I swear you're going to love it. right you've got time still for christmas you guys i'm telling you dillyshow.com we've got tons of incredible products i'm super proud of these from dirt to shirt all american all american cotton all american manufactured all american printed all american shipped so you don't got to worry about any of your money going to china or some other shithole country it's all staying right here in the good old u.s of a the designs are killer, and I'm telling you, I've never felt more confident in an apparel run than I do on these designs. You're going to love them, whether it's the Dilly Meme Team hoodies and t-shirts, or it's the Trump's Online War Machine tees, or maybe, for you ladies, maybe it's that Randy Savage pullover. I don't know. Maybe it's all of the above, but I'm telling you, dillyshow.com forward slash shop, or just go to dillyshow.com and wait for the pop-up. But uh, I hope you guys will get those and check them out and enjoy them this holiday season. There's still time to get them for your friends and family for Christmas. All right, time to do a show. And time to do a show. Now we're going to get into the show. We got a lot to talk about today, right? Got things that we got to talk about. We got to talk about uh, meatball. Got to talk about my friend Owen Schroyer. 
I was already texting with him this morning. He is out of prison. Yeah, buddy. Back on the scene, ready to tear shit up. We got to talk about uh, some economic stuff. Nothing too crazy. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, this fucking new AI on, on X, Twitter, which is just oddly cool. I kind of like it. Grok is what they're calling this thing. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. And then we obviously have got to talk election news and things like that. I mean, it's good. I mean, we got, I got a ton of fucking memes. I got a lot more memes than I thought I was going to have. You guys were working yesterday. Busy. Busy little memers. Busy little memers. And then myself and my lovely wife, along with many members of the meme team, will be descending upon Miami, Florida for the weekend to uh, hang out, spend some time together, and attend a, uh, a charity function. So... Very, very fucking cool. We're excited about it. Should be good. But there is a uh, man we first have to address. Because the son of a bitch is a year older today. And that's man. that man's name is Wheels. Or Wheels. Just depends on how you want to say it. Happy birthday, Wheels, you bastard. Uh, I'm going to play. Uh, well, I'm going to sing happy birthday to you, man. I hope you have a good day. Wheels bought me this guitar. For those of you that don't know, the one with the Rihanna and the Brendan sticker on it. Yeah, American Late Night. A couple years ago, me and Brendan were playing and I was in Arizona at his house and then this huge package showed up and he's like, it's from Wheels. And I know Wheels is a jokester. I'm like, is it AR-15? Did he buy me some weapons? What's going on? And I opened it up live on the air and it's this electric guitar. So I hold it. Uh, I got a lot of guitars, but I use this one for uh, specifically anything MAGA or meme. So God bless you, bro. I hope you have a good day and a happy birthday. So I figured... Why not sing happy birthday with that with a guitar, man? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Wills. Happy birthday. To you. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Happy birthday, bro. Love you, man. I'll see you soon. I know you'll, you just show up places. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> there you go, Wheels. That's from California. And Wheels even had a dilly in the wild he wanted to submit because his twin sister, uh, happy birthday to you as well, ma'am, uh, decided to troll him and get him a black Santa Claus in a wheelchair for his birthday. <laughs> so that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Appreciate your wheels. Hopefully you don't get yourself put on timeout on your birthday. I'm sure you won't. But uh, happy birthday, buddy. And uh, also shout out to my good friend, Next Shot. Christy's got her birthday on Sunday, I believe. Is that right? Christy, is your birthday Sunday? There's a bunch of birthday submissions, and honestly, I'm sorry. I probably missed fucking most of them because this is not that kind of show. I try to do, I try to grab a couple of them, and then if I miss your shit, then it's not personal. Christy, is it your, is your birthday? It's your birthday, Christy, on Sunday? Try not to shoot anybody on your birthday, okay? Yeah, try not to just make it a point, be like, this year, I'm not going to shoot no one. It'll be better that way. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it'll be good. 
Anywho, yeah, happy birthday to Wheels, too. That's that's pretty cool, man. I hope you have a good one. We got a work to do this year, Wheels. You better fucking enjoy that birthday. Get it all out of your system. Because I'm going to work you like a rented fucking mule in 2024, bud. I'm not joking either. Like, because I'm going to put my name and credibility on the line by plugging you in with people that need to be plugged in with. But I'm going to work you like a fucking rented mule, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious, too. Thank God your legs can't get tired because you'll be fucking uh, doing wheelies down the street. I don't know. We're trying to get you some 16-hour days. We're going to work him like a fucking rented mule. You'll see. I'm not even joking. I'm going to work you out like the fucking meme team. Got too much work to do. Got to set the pace for the rest of these pussies. You know what I mean? A lot of these people, I don't know how to do it. How do I get involved? You, get, you tell them what to do. They're like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's like, yeah, okay. So we'll get wheels involved. Wheels be fucking dialing for uh, votes for the rest of uh, 2024. And he's good at it. He's good at it. So we'll be organizing and getting that shit rolling. I'm not even, we are not waiting. Everybody else in these campaigns can sit and wait and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Team Trump is not waiting. Dilly meme team is not waiting. We are damn near ready to pivot to the general election uh, entirely. And uh, that will be happening uh, very soon, very soon. I feel like it's going to probably be the day after the fucking election of uh, in Iowa, the caucus. I think once the Iowa caucus is over with, that's it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's it. All right, that being said, we got a really special uh, group of Dilly in the Wilds uh, today. And uh, we're going to do that for you guys right now. And the rave reviews continue to come in on the new apparel. It pops, okay? The gray Dilly meme team Trump's online war machine design fucking pops. You guys are going to love this. You're going to love the conversations that starts. Perfect for a rally. Perfect for uh, triggering your fucking retarded liberal family members. Whatever you got. But uh, those things are absolute fire. As well as that new Randy pullover. Uh, men and women alike enjoying the shit out of that one. And it's a good look. It's a damn good look. So you're going to want to grab that as soon as you can. Or maybe you need to find yourself that Dilly 300 gray hoodie. These things are so fucking warm. It was 28 degrees again this morning, which is bullshit. Like, it shouldn't even be allowed to get that cold. I mean, 28, this is stupid. You know what I mean? So I threw on my Dilly 300 uh, hoodie. And I headed on out into 28 degree weather. And, and I was a little bit less of a fucking angry bastard about it because I was warm you know what I mean it was like I was a little bit warmer so I was like okay you know whatever but I'm telling you right now 28 is stupid nowhere should get 28 I, I'm just yeah it's dumb the coldest it should get anywhere is about like 68 okay that's what temperature it should be I'm not trying to say that I'm like an expert on weather but I'm an expert on what is comfortable the coldest it should ever get is 68 okay it should get to maybe 68 possibly 70 
And anything colder than that is stupid. Just saying. So, fucking 28 degrees. Horseshit. Oh, my God. Ah, look what's walking around free as can be and still alive, huh? Yeah, I know one uh, female deer hunter. So, one girl deer hunter that didn't kill these little little uh, ladies. That's right. Now, the person who sent me this was like, you have to play a certain song. And I don't know what the fuck that means. And I'm not doing it because I don't take requests. Saying a karaoke bar. So, you're uh, Dilly in the Wild. It's getting shown. And all you get is my voice over the top of it. Ooh, they heard something. It was me. <laughs> Dear, they're so silly. They're so silly. Oh, and Brucey e. Wayne wants to wish everybody, as well as uh, I want to wish everybody, happy first day of Hanukkah for those of you uh, celebrating. And uh, it's pretty exciting. So, happy Hanukkah, everybody. I like that song by, by what's his name? Who, who did that song? Who am I thinking of? The Hanukkah song. I love that. Adam Sandler did that one, right? The Hanukkah song? Yeah, that was a good one. Anyway, happy Hanukkah for those uh, celebrating Hanukkah. Very cool. That's fun. Oh, my God. Holy beard vet, dude. Jesus. Are you selling this shit? That's awesome. Good for you. Probably throw that in the freezer. Keep it nice and fresh. Keep it nice and fresh. Fresh. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's solid. Solid. All right, what else we got here? We're not quite done. I got more goodies. Oh, hey now. There you go, Steve. Yeah, that's nice, dude. Got a little uh, collection going there. Yeah, that's a nice shot. That's a nice shot. Look at that. Look at his scenery. That's ah, beautiful. He was very impressed with the hoodie, by the way. That's a man's man, so you got you can believe him. Oh my gosh! And the ladies are loving the uh, the the Randy Savage. All right, they are loving the Randy Savage. And why wouldn't they? That's a killer pullover. It's going to be the talk of all the Christmas parties. And lastly, everyone is obsessed with Belle and Mr. Tom, the pet lovers candle. Uh, yep, that's true. I am hooked on these candles. Why wouldn't you be? They work fabulous. So there you go. There's your Dilly in the Wild. <clears throat> For Friday, December 8th. Yeah, there you go. There you go, everybody. Told you, isn't that fun? All right, let's get into the show. What do we got first? First and foremost, my friend Owen Schreier is free. Jailed InfoWars reporter is free from prison for violating the Biden regime's speech laws. Owen uh, received 60 days in federal prison. He served 47 days and was released today it was a miracle i sent him a text and uh, just said welcome home and god bless you and he says freedom and uh, i obviously was very excited and said let's go so uh yeah owen is back he's on twitter he uh, already released a video uh letting everybody know that he's returned and he's excited and he's uh i think more passionate and focused than ever before so we're very uh happy for him that owen has returned i've known owen for many years and uh, he's had him had me on his show on on uh, Infowars and on his show several times. Uh, he he owns at least one of Randy's paintings, and he's just a really good guy. He's a real solid guy. He loves America, and uh, he's extremely friendly. If you guys ever get a chance to meet him, so I'm very happy for him. Happen happy that he he is safe uh, and healthy, and he made it out of there. And I think that's probably the most important thing. You know what I mean? It's all about that. It's the holiday season after all, dude. I'm glad he's home before Christmas too. You know what I mean? That's cool. That's pretty cool. It's a good one. That's a good story. It is. Mm. 
I got to tell you guys, this Tucker Carlson interview he did with uh, Alex Jones, it's awesome. I'm telling you guys right now, it's it's worth it's worth a watch. It's a uh, it's an interesting interview. It's fun. Um, I think that you will come away from it really feeling like it was worth the time you spent watching it. I watched it last night. I only skipped a little a couple minutes of it because I was like in the middle of doing something. I got distracted, but I watched damn near the ent- every second of this thing yesterday, and I was impressed. I thought it was good. I think they, I think Alex is still a little bit on the pessimistic side. But even he kind of acknowledged that he has a hard time. Um, he has a very hard time staying positive. But one thing I noticed is that he's starting to figure out that there is a value in talking about and and focusing on what you want to create. So it's it's a it's a nice pivot for me for Alex. I've watched him off and on for years, you know, obviously, and and uh, you know I've probably discovered his work 2005 I think 2004 was when I began following Alex's career maybe it might have been before that might have been three but it was the first time I've heard Alex actually start to address the fact that I think he's usually doom and gloom and he was a little bit doom and gloom last night and then I think he's trying to catch himself because I think he's discovering that there is power not just in prayer but uh power in the collective and focused intent and I'd never really heard him talk about it because he almost always is just negative all the time and um but he I think he's making some strides and frankly I think the guy is tired and he said that you know he he talked about that it's exhausting being Alex Jones because of what he has to consume every day and I think Alex lived a long time without the right balance and uh, unfortunately, that takes a big, you know, chunk of your 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 mindset. It affects you. Um, but it's nice to see him finding a new balance. And hopefully, uh, after victory and after we continue to bring down this entire apparatus they were building, hopefully Alex will uh, get a chance to do that vacation and, and lifestyle he was hoping for, right? So, we'll see. We'll see. And it was good, too, because... I think it gave Tucker Carlson a chance to sit and listen to somebody just share their thoughts in a way that that uh, I think previously he would have been totally, uh, you know, disinterested in. And instead, he was extremely respectful and almost playful and having fun with it. So I thought that was cool. I thought that was really cool. So who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe I should get on with Tucker. Maybe Maybe I should go do an interview with Tucker Carlson. I think I'd have a lot of fun with him. I can sit down and talk to him. We'll see. You never know. Stranger things happen in life. <laughs> but uh, for now, Alex Jones' interview is on uh, X with uh, with uh, with Tucker, rather. And uh, I think it's worth a watch. That being said, let's get into this story. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hunter Biden faces 17 years in prison after spending millions on lavish, hard-partying lifestyle while dodging taxes, uh, according to the special counsel. That's right. Thank you, Dre Fanzer. I, uh, I don't have a lot of, uh, 
I, I mean, okay. They charged him with tax bullshit. They did not charge him with any FARA violations. They didn't charge him with any of the other criminal acts uh, as far as receiving money to influence political decisions in America. Frankly, I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. I think it's... uh, Don Jr. pointed out that this is a way for Hunter to go in front of Congress and plead the fifth so he doesn't incriminate himself since he has an ongoing case. Um, I don't think I would get my hopes up if I was any of you. I'll just leave it at that. I'm not trying to be ultra shitty, but I just don't think it's probably going to amount to anything because nothing ever does with Hunter Biden. There's a reason for that. And, uh, you know, there you go. All right. <clears throat> Talk a little econ here. Get into some other news here. Getting right into the news today. Um, Americans are increasingly tapping their retirement savings to cover housing and medical bills amid higher costs of living. Yeah, the uh, inflation is everywhere and everything. Services are all up. Uh, Goods are all up. Food. Energy. And people are having to reach into that savings. Now, the only reason you even have a savings was because of Donald J. Trump. It's so scary because I kept telling everybody at the beginning of 2021 that the Democrats were going to let things go for a little while. Uh, They were going to allow Trump's policies financially to stay in place. They did. All of 21, they did. And then the first half of 22, they did. And then the bottom fell out. And ever since then, it has been one gigantic fucking uh, slide. And uh, they've been trying to shake Americans out of their position. Those 2 and 3% mortgages, they're trying to get the real estate back. They're trying to shake you out of those uh, really affordable car loans. They're trying to shake you out of your really affordable lifestyle. Donald Trump built an actual economy with actual tangible results for Americans. And God bless him because we've got 11 more months to go. We've got to survive this 11 months. And if we can survive the 11 months, I think we're going to get our miracle. But that is a a very interesting uh, story. Another interesting story. I will refrain from commenting so people don't get their little sandy pussies all fucked up. Gen Z is expected to overtake baby boomers in the workforce uh, by next year. So there you go. See, I just, I didn't say anything. Just letting you know. That's also on the docket. Whatever you want to think of that is what you can think of it. Also, uh, somebody sent me a a link to a a page that had some graphs. I know you guys all really like a good graph. And so I want to share this one with you. This is pretty interesting. It's a, it's a, it's sort of a uh, geographical map and graph. And I think it's helpful because some of you are still crazy enough to either live and or travel through California. So here you go. This is kind of where you should go and where you should not go. 
So if you're in the green, you're in an upscale beach community with insane rent, okay? Now, if you're into that orangey uh, color, orangish red color, that is meth, okay? That's all meth all the way up. And then if you're in the yellow, uh, that is you're only here because you're driving to a national park or Las Vegas and also meth. So this is pretty helpful just so you guys kind of know what, what the uh, state is about and where you can go and what you should not do. But there you go. So that's, that's a pretty good, uh, it's one of the more accurate fucking maps I've seen in a long time as a, a, uh, a former resident of California having lived there for over 20 years. Um, you know, this is sort of a, I fucking hate California. <laughs> that made me, that one had me laughing. All right. Before we continue getting into some news, I do want to, I want to take a moment to play a couple of clips for you guys from last night's interview with Roger Stone. I, hopefully you'll get a chance. If you haven't got a chance to watch it, you'll go and watch the ent entire interview this weekend. Obviously, I'd love to be able to join Roger again and, and I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and, and showing him that I'm a guest that, you know, it's, it's worth it to him to have. But I was shocked at, at some of the, the kind words that Mr. Stone used for uh, myself and the meme team. I think we were all blown away. The meme team, uh, I, I know it was uh, kind of an emotional thing because of the, what he had to say about us. But this is how uh, Roger opened for us on the Stone Zone last night. Uh, it's extraordinarily rare for any individual, man or woman, to say, that they actually changed the course of history. But I honestly believe uh, that you and the other members of the Dilly meme team have indeed had a major, major impact uh, on the outcome of the contest for the 2024 nomination. Now, we both understand how the internet has changed everything about how we communicate, but your effectiveness on the internet uh, is extraordinarily impressive. And we're going to show folks down the road here in the show some of the. So that's that's how Roger opened. And um, yeah, uh, when someone tells you you changed the course of history uh, and you're, you're, you're there representing your team, it's I had no idea how to um, respond to that other than thank you because it's, like, dude, that's Roger Stone. That's President Trump's friend of 40-plus years. That's a legend in political, um, you know, political world. I mean, he's been he's been an instrumental American on five different campaigns for president. And I was just kind of like, damn, uh, thank you. <laughs> so it was just really incredible. And I think that we try to keep our minds uh very much focused on the present moment. And so we sometimes will, we sometimes will soak it in, but a lot of times we are so focused on what we need to do day in and day out. We don't really, I think, measure or think about that. Now, with that being said, Roger had a lot more to say. This is another clip from that video. It's a little bit longer, but I hope you guys, you'll enjoy it. We return now with Brendan Dilly. Brendan is a great patriot, has become a great friend of mine. Uh, and I think he's played, he and the members of his meme team uh, have played an integral role 
uh, in the takedown of Ron DeSanctimonious. Now, from the beginning, I think uh, uh, that the underlying premise of Governor DeSantis's campaign for president was uh, that Donald Trump was past his prime or that he would be taken down in a series of uh, 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 the tsunami of lawfare that's being waged against him. Little did the governor or his advisors seem to understand that the attacks on the on the president have simply turbocharged his campaign. Uh, but nobody uh, has played a greater role in demonstrating the pomposity uh, and the uh, uh, unfitness to be a presidential candidate of the governor of Florida than uh, Brendan Dilley and the members of his team. Brendan, uh, before we run your first video here, uh, what do you got to say for yourself? Well, uh, you know, it's funny, Roger, I was discussing this earlier today on my show and I was talking with the team about this. And it's interesting because in January, when we first started hitting uh, Governor DeSantis, it was explicitly uh, policy driven. It was it was about his voting record while in Congress. And we were hitting on him on issues also as governor. Some of the things that we felt were uh, going to be an issue if he chose to to run for president and if he chose to betray President Donald J. Trump. It started there. Within about three weeks, it evolved into something much, much more, I guess, psychologically uh, effective, which was the fact that he had hired a large contingency, is uh, a contingency rather, of degenerates. And one by one, we picked them all off. We identified their weaknesses, identified uh, their uh, hypocrisy and their contradictions. And that's where the memes started. Once they allowed the governor to begin uh, teasing his presidential run, and we, we started to actually dig into the video, the footage of him, uh, it also evolved and it became very evident that this guy is not meant for, for prime time. He, he is an amateur at best. He is an absolutely awful uh, orator. He is a awkward little man. And, uh, and from there, it went from policy and, and very much an issue about uh, the hypocrisy of what he was doing and really just began a takedown of, of the entirety of the man. And, I, and frankly, uh, he deserved every bit of it. Yeah, you know, early on, uh, almost immediately, concurrent and immediately after the 2022 election, both uh, my friend Laura Loomer and I began to openly say, this guy's going to challenge President Trump. And we both took an enormous amount of abuse uh, for it. People in the MAGA movement said, stop criticizing him. He's not running. And we kept saying, no, no, he's He's definitely running. No, 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 you're dividing the movement. You're dividing the movement. No, he's the one who has divided the movement. Uh, the massive spending, uh, particularly the digital spending, uh, in his gubernatorial campaign created this artificial sense of strength that was never really there. And, of course, as soon as that digital spending uh, and cable news spending uh, and massive advertising, and by the way, if you're running for governor of Florida, I guess you could justify digital ads in Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina as fundraising. Uh, but as soon as that digital advertising essentially stopped and began to wear off and people began to focus on the real Ron DeSantis and his extraordinary, awkward, personal nature. This is a man who wears earbuds, not because he's listening to anything, but so he can avoid human contact. There's no evidence 
uh, that he likes people. One thing uh, that Trump definitely understands is the likability factor in politics. People who are not likable have a very hard time running for public office. Uh, let's. And that's uh, that's a really great point that Roger was making. And like I said, I had a lot of fun with Mr. Roger Stone yesterday. I also want to say a happy anniversary to Mr. and Mrs. Stone. 31 years of marriage yesterday. They celebrated and it looked like they went out to dinner. But, uh, you know, happy anniversary to Mr. and Mrs. Stone. Thought that was really cool. So thank you again, Roger, for having me on. I'm going to try to get him on the Dilly Show. I actually would prefer to have him in studio, but traveling is really difficult for Roger, uh, mostly because he always has to hire security and a lot of other things. Um, so I'm going to try to get him on the show. I'm not exactly certain about how I can do it um, because I'd, I think he'd really get I think he'd get a kick out of you guys and get a kick out of being on the show. Um, he, he asked basically to be on the show and I'm going to get him on. I just got to figure out how, how to go about doing it. And, um, yeah, we'll kind of like, I, if I'm going to, I could pre-record it like I did with Carrie Lake and that would be fine. But, um, I'd much rather have him be on a live show to be honest with you. So I just got to give it some, uh, give it some thought. Yeah, I got to give it some thought. He's the fucking man though. He's cool as shit, dude. Smart, smart as hell. And uh, I couldn't believe it either in the interview, you guys. If you watch the interview, um, he was talking about my book. And he, he was saying that he read my whole book. And it helped him. And he flat out said this: there was things in this book that helped me in my life. And I was like, damn. You know, I was like, damn. Like, Roger Stone just said that I couldn't believe that. That was really a, probably a moment that I wasn't ready for that either. Because I didn't know he was going to go there. And he was talking about my book. And he's like... And I was wondering why his producer was really asking me, hey, give me a give me a picture of the book and give me the links. And I'm like, oh, okay, like whatever. It's been out for 10 years. But I didn't realize the reason that they wanted it was because Roger personally uh, read it and really it, it helped him. And I had no idea. And I was like, that's so cool. So yeah, so it was, a, it was a really good time. And he's a neat guy. So we're talking about cultural impact and we're talking about the meatball DeSantis. Well, it's impossible to not recognize what's happening out there in the culture and the dilly meme team is having a significant impact on that culture i'm about to present one more piece of evidence supporting this a couple of weeks ago we had saturday night live ripping off a bunch of our material we had uh a couple of these these evening shows that you know these late night talk shows stealing jokes and sort of poking fun at the stuff that we had highlighted um, but then it got really bad yesterday and it started with magical, uh, producer, a uh, magical Trevor rather putting out a meme that was funny and he put it out and four hours later, there was a follow-up to it, but let's see Trev's first. All right. Got to add human, got to add human, got to add human, got to add human. Uh, this is so hard. Yeah. Drink water. Yeah. I should drink some water. That's what humans do. Humans drink water. There we go. Mama Vaughn around a little bit. I see my neck stiff still. Uh, I gotta get the wobbly wobbling. Come on. Wamba Lama Lobble. Uh, it's stuck. Okay, all right, just think about, think about Wawa. Thinking about Wawa. Go to your happy place, go to your happy place. All right, do we put our foot out? Do we put a hand on a hip? I'm not really sure what to do with my hands. Oh my God, what do humans do with their hands? Okay, and I'll put them in my pocket. Oh, oh, shit, I'm not supposed to have a cell phone. 
Now they all keep saying I don't have a cell phone. How? No, no, that's not a cell phone. <laughs> okay, oh geez. Oh, what am I gonna do? Oh, this button is barely hanging on for dear life. Ah, uh, wobble my head, wobble my head. Oh, geez, who else is here? Anybody here I know? Oh, God, there's Laura Loomer. Oh, there's Laura Loomer. I just saw Laura Loomer. What am I gonna, okay. Ah, uh, all right. Um, let's see, put my right foot in and put my right foot out. My right foot in, wobble my head all around. Okay, oh, I can get through this. I can do this. I can do this. I don't care what they say. I'm awesome. I'm the man. Uh, stand still. What? Oh, come closer. Okay. Yeah. How's that? No, I'm not wearing lists. No. No, I'm 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 five eleven. Five eleven. Five eleven. Five eleven. I remember that song. That was pretty cool. Okay. Uh, our own button. Hold on for dear life, buddy. Oh man, Nikki smells weird. Well done, Trevor. And then... Copycats, puppets, under control. Can't stop moving. Hypnotize, magnetize, can't keep still. And then we play for you, four hours later, The Daily Show uses the same fucking video and steals the material. Remember, Ron, you are normal. You are not weird. You are five foot 11. Your suit is soft and your shoes are grown up big boy shoes. That's it. Pretend you're listening to music, human music. Good. Check the phone, normal style. Activate conversation mode. Hello, you're busy. Okay, love you, bye. Come on, Ron, be normal. You are not a bobblehead with a dry mouth. You are a big boy with a wet mouth. Activate head turn. Activate toothless smile. Good, very good. Activate hand gesture. Uh, good, that's better. Remember, you are a Ron DeSantis. You aren't just normal. You're also totally not weird. All right, so The Daily Show used to be a comedic show run by Jon Stewart. Um, they used to have original content and jokes. This was probably one of the more blatant ripoffs I've seen of our material. Only because they, look, the premise of, of Ron standing there awkwardly talking to himself. Okay, fine. That, that could be a joke where you grab, anybody could come up with that. The problem was they used Laura Loomer's footage, which we use because she's our fucking friend. And we went out of our way. Trev did specifically. Magical Trevor made a point to mention Laura Loomer in the video as sort of like a, a tip of the hat. The Daily Show used Loomer's video that had 2 million plays. And as far as I, I'll, I'd be willing to bet they didn't even grab it off of Laura's page. What I think they did was grabbed the video off of Trev's page. And all they did was instead of using the voice AI that we use, they use like a really shitty one on your cell phone. So the DeSantis AI doesn't even sound that good. And then they added their own stupid ass jokes. It's incredible that they would go to this length to hijack such a simple 
joke. And then they were fucking stupid enough to launch it on the same platform that the Dilly Meme team and Laura Loomer reside on. So it's not even like they took it over to Instagram or fucking Facebook, which maybe they did. Now here's the fun part though. Our jokes are so effective and and our concepts are so effective that the shitty fucking Daily Show hasn't had a video on their page go over 300,000 clicks in I don't know how long. And in 13 hours, that meme that they ripped off and and stole from us had already received 1.4 million views. 1.4 million on a ripoff meme. And the only reason you got the views and the clicks was the, it was our concept. It's our jokes. And uh, part of me, it, it annoys you, but the other part of me, that is there. That is essentially the left admitting we own the culture. Like you could be upset, but really, we own the culture. They are following our lead. What's the political message? What's the joke? What's relevant? They don't know. They don't fucking know. They don't understand what's going along uh, on with the electorate which is why they can't write jokes of their own that are original. So instead they follow along and copy our material because we have set the pace. No one's going to make money off of a fucking meme like that anyway. Okay, the Daily Show is not making big bucks on it. Yeah, they're going to try. All they're trying to do is use that as a jump off point to attract viewers to their show. It won't work. Um, But for us, it's, you know, you look at it and it's an admission. They couldn't beat us. The left can't beat the Dilly meme team culturally. So they're they're copying us. And that is huge. That is huge. That, that might be the most blatant copycat we've ever had in the history of the Dilly show. Copycats hope it's under control. Can't stop moving. Hypnotize, magnetize, can't keep still. Oh snap! Arcana Naturals is back. You know what I just realized? This is kind of like this is kind of blurry. I'm going to have to bring in a different image. I don't think this one works. This, this image is too blurry. The hell? What the hell's going on here, Cheryl? Don't worry. Dilly will fix it. It's just a little bit blurry. I don't know if it it's something's... It didn't It didn't come through the way it should have. Hold on. Let's... Let me get one for you. I'll fix it. Hold, please. I'll make it pretty. Because that's... That's too... Yeah, it's too blurry. There we go. Look. Look. There you go. Bam. Ha <laughs> ha! Okay, there you go. Arcananaturals.com. Yeah, I know. It was a gift, but it don't it don't work. It, it was the wrong size, and when I expanded it, it looks terrible. There you go. We'll just use the picture. She expanded. She expanded the sales. She allowed you guys to get in 
for at least one more day. There you go. That's good stuff. Arcana Naturals. Let's talk about it, everybody. It's a family-owned small business specializing in clean, natural makeup and bath and body care using only the finest herbs, herbs, oils, and other healthy ingredients in our formulas. And our products perform better than well-known luxury brands, and they're cleaner and healthier for you. And for a limited time only, the Black Friday sale has been extended at Arcana Naturals. This year, don't get those standard prepackaged bath and body sets you see on all of the store shelves. No, no, no. They are impersonal and cheap looking and loaded with harsh chemicals. Icky. Gross. Instead, pamper your loved ones or be the star of the gift exchange with a luxurious spa bundle from Arcana Naturals. The two-piece gift set is a duo of rich tallow soap and clarifying Dead Sea salt scrub. It leaves your skin feeling incredibly soft and silky. Or you can get the four-piece gift set a full pampering spa routine in addition to the tallow soap and salt scrub. It also features our dry oil spray, a non-sticky fragrance and moisturizer in one, and our famous Mega Shine leave-in hair conditioner. Choose your gift set and then choose your custom fragrance. They offer three sophisticated scent options. What can we call scent? We should say smells. Smells. You know... Smell options. See, that's how it kind of rolls out. They offer three distinct smells for you. See, just rolls off the tongue. Chef's Blend, which is a fresh odor eliminating herbal blend. The Highlander Heather, which is the ultimate elegant floral, flowery fucking shit. That's what that smells like. Mmm, flowery. Oh my God. Were you rolling around in a bed of roses? And Heavenly, which is a complex blend of floral, fruity sandalwood and musk. Sandalwood and musk. Elite products at a great value. Hurry for limited time offer. It ends soon at arcanatnaturals.com. You guys got to check them out. I promise you, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. And you got to use the promo codes uh, on the non-sale discounted items, okay? Don't forget to do that. That way you can load up on stuff. The promo code is Dilly10. That's me, Dilly10. And it'll get you 10% off all of the non-bundled uh, or non-discounted items. That way you can still get yourself a sweet, sweet discount and some sweet smelling stuff. You know what I'm saying? ArcanaNaturals.com. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get the dick daily show you think you're the only one who can steal fucking material thank you mo and his balls yeah you see that that's what's good for the goose is good for the gander you cunts by the way your guest hosts are fucking terrible none of them are funny your guest hosts are awful awful not funny seriously i get it the format works the fucking hosts are abysmal maybe try not getting some deranged fucktard liberal to do the show for once I'm just saying, maybe try it without that. 
Maybe try it with somebody who doesn't suck cock. I'm talking about the male hosts. Seriously. Anyway. Thank you for doing that, Mo. Appreciate that. Fuck them. Fuck them. All right. Let's get going here. We got to keep going. Dude, uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out where I was going to talk about this during the show today. And, uh, boy, I saw a clip from a few days ago and we talked about it on this broadcast about Hillary Clinton talking about climate change and we we're all trying to figure out why the bitch was so passionate. Well, it turns out we should have picked out some different clips because my friend Dre Fanzer, <clears throat> Dre Fanzer found a clip that actually sort of explains Hillary's love of climate change. And uh, we should have probably played this earlier in the week so we all knew. We're seeing uh, and beginning to pay attention and to count and record uh, the deaths that are related to climate, as I call my hitman. Yes, if you decide to try to out me or my associates with any pertinent information to the authorities, I will send in my boy climate change to snuff out your voice. You fuck with me or Bill and try to link us to Epstein or anyone else we've been involved with, and we'll climate change your ass, bitch. Okay. <laughs> she will climate change your ass, bitch. <laughs> you try to fuck with me or Bill, and we will climate change your ass, bitch. <laughs> That's fucking funny, Dre. <laughs> bitch. Bitch. <laughs> uh, also, strong use of the word snuff. Second time I've got to see it this week. We're seeing uh, and beginning to pay attention and to count and record uh, the deaths that are related to climate, as I call my hitman. Yes, if you decide to try to out me or my associates with any pertinent information to the authorities, I will send in my boy climate change to snuff out your voice. You fuck with me or Bill and try to link us to Epstein or anyone else we've been involved with and we'll climate change your ass, bitch. I'm sorry, but that might be probably the most believable fucking deep fake that you guys have ever done. Only because of the what she's saying and who it is like there's been a lot of deep fakes we've done that are like really clean and easy and you're like smooth you oh my god you can't even tell it's fake but that one that one is hands down the most believable shit uh also by the way dre fans are already he got community noted on this on twitter <laughs> they're like hillary didn't actually say these things he's just being a jerk he's being a big beanie he's being a big meanie all right, here we go. Let's get into some, uh, let's get into some fucking polling, dude. Oh my God. Hey, there was a debate. Do you guys want to see how it affected DeSantis? <laughs> Bro. Bro. He got doubled up by Haley, dude. Bro, you got doubled up by fucking Haley? He got doubled up by Haley. Meatball DeSantis got doubled up by fucking Haley. Trump's still leading by 50 over Nikki, but dude, look at Meatball. Look at fucking Meatball. 
Jesus, man, you're terrible at this. Oh, go figure. Look at this. Oh, look at this. First thing I do is I say, would you look at this? You know what I mean? Just look at it. Just look at it. What the heck is that? <laughs> There you go. Shout out to Al Gorbachev. <laughs> Good to see you there, bud. Yeah, nice little fucking uh, surprise Al Gorbachev meme. And uh, he wasn't the only one that did a meme about this particular topic because it's important. Unfortunately, MAGA Devil Dog did happen to catch uh, Rod DeSantis's reaction to the bump from the debate the other night. Ignorant blood sucking dog kissing brainless dickless hopeless heartless fat ass bug-eyed stiff legged spotty lip worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is hallelujah holy shit yeah meatballs having a rough one dude that's tough that's not good you know you go out there you spend a hundred million dollars only to see your fucking polling numbers nationally go from 35, 38, 40% down to seven. That hurts. There's nothing more painful than spending, pissing away a hundred million dollars to lose 30 fucking two points since you started. Has anybody spent more and done less in the history of politics? Maybe Michael Bloomberg? I mean, is that it? I mean, is that is that about the worst we've ever seen? I think Bloomberg still holds the record for largest amount of money ever spent for like 5% of the vote. But Meatball DeSantis started around 40. I mean, he was like 38, 40. I mean, some polling had him at 42. Trump was at 47. Meatball was at 42. Actually, some polls, Trump was at 38 and Meatball was at 42. And here we are, and Donald J. Trump is at 64, and the meatball is down to seven. What a fucking disgrace. Absolutely the most pitiful campaign in the history of American politics. A total and complete bum. A fucking bum like a homeless person. It doesn't take 10 minutes to take out the trash. Now, if you don't get your asses out front and start doing some work, I'm going to fire you faster than you can say Yo MTV Raps. Oh, shit. People, are you ready? Let's start the show. Let's start the show. Now, let's just take a look here at the uh, that same poll, but let's look at the national polling. We've got President Trump up by four on Biden and head-to-head, -head, but up by six when you enter in a bunch of other fucking people that I've never heard of, except for that one guy that used to suck dick for drugs. So, this is a kick in the balls if I ever saw one. They are they are having a major fucking meltdown over this. Democrats know they're in real trouble. DeSantis knows he's in real trouble. Uh, it is not pretty out here for them. They They are sucking some serious fucking wind and it's mostly because uh, Donald J. Trump is cool as shit. Trump ain't no racist. Biden is facts. 
I'm not only a Trump supporter, I am a Trump lover. I'm smooth. The nominee is Donald J. Trump. Now is your time, because we are done with the Democrats. Because I'm so smooth. Biden, you ass still got to get the fuck on out. Everybody else, fuck out of here. I'm smooth. Hey, Trump, what's up, bro? Trump is funny as hell. I'm voting for him. I'm telling you right now, okay? Because I'm so smooth. Donald Trump, right away. Donald Trump. Trump. Trump 2024, man. Make America great again. Trump 2024 for sure. I'm smooth. Everybody gonna vote for Trump. Trump 2024. Trump 2024. Trump 2024. We need Trump back in office. Trump 2024. Cause I'm so smooth. I'm picking Trump. Trump is the greatest president of all time. Trump 2024, my brother. Trump 2024. Trump. I'm smooth. Trump all day, every day. Trump 2024, let's get it. Yeah, I'm gonna say Trump. Trump. My man Trump. One of them is a slave master taking care of their slaves. Which one is that? The Democratic Party. Thank you, Phantom Shadow. You guys like that? Wasn't that good? Damn, man. Trump's on a whole other level right now. We still got 11 months to go. We still got 11 months to go in this bitch, and he is just on a whole different level meanwhile meanwhile his former competition because he ain't fucking current competition meatball desantis the super PAC allied with desantis canceled a donor event around the fourth reputation uh, republican presidential debate this week due to a lack of interest <clears throat> hold on Thank you, Phantom Shadow. <laughs> He's so sad. He's all. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
He always looks like he like someone crop dusted them. Just always like. <laughs> My favorite is when he gets really excited and he does that fucking. <laughs> oh Jesus, God, he's such a puss, dude. Such a puss. And now only because I love you and I know how much you appreciate awkward fucking shit. Because we're not done with this guy. Honestly, fuck him. I'm done with him when he's fucking working for me and he's like 200 pounds overweight and we're trying to help him get back to fucking get back <laughs> to living on his own and not being a, a total and complete disaster. In the meantime, he's on the campaign trail. And when I tell you he fucking sucks at uh, politics and he fucking sucks at talking to people, I mean it. He's the most awkward human being in the history of American politics. Jeb Bush looked like fucking smooth as Frank Sinatra by comparison. Look at this shit. Tallahassee now have become fans, first grade, kindergarten, and pre-K. And a couple weeks before the Florida game, I told them, I said, because, you know, there were four undefeated teams, Michigan, Ohio State were going to play, so one of them was going to drop off. I told them, I said, guys, if they just win the next two games, they're going to go to the playoff. <laughs> and I, and they, they keep asking me, Daddy, why are they not in the playoffs? And I don't have a very good answer for that. So, you know, of course, for, for Florida, like, we used to be really good, and, and uh, you know, every year, and then the last half, However many ten, it's been a little tougher. Um, Y'all go to the playoffs almost every year, so it's a little bit, a uh, little bit different for us. We were, we were hoping to get back, so um, we appreciate you though very much. Anybody have any questions? Brian? Yeah, I do. Like as a young conservative who's trying to like learn more about themselves and constantly having parents who, let's just say, very much don't support my ideology. What's the best way I can go about defending that those views and defending like? my support for you, because my dad loves to tell me, like, my dad just loves to tell me, why are you supporting DeSantis? I was like, because he's wrong to bomb DeSantis. <laughs> 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 I see what he's done for Florida. Like, what happened during California during COVID? Everyone got locked down. Suicide rates went up. And they basically, been, I, 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 might, I might be wrong on this, but I remember, like, California during the lockdown, they said, if you stay inside, if you go outside or you stay home more, you go to jail for over 90 days or something. It's like something authoritarian like that. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, you just look at the results and uh, you know, people have fled California for the first time in the state's history and people are pouring into Florida. And if it wasn't governed well, that wouldn't happen. People don't flee to places right. that are not respecting right. their freedoms. They're fleeing because we've been a refuge of sanity and freedom for people uh, throughout the, the United States. And like, look, um, you know, we're happy. Everything I said I would do, I've delivered. The state's doing very well. Uh, but, you know, we can't be that every time, uh, you know, some Democrat gets elected in these other states that people feel like they have to flee to Florida. Like, we need to have freedom all throughout. Yes, the yes, yes. yes. Thank you. All right. Tell Casey we love her. Oh, we will. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Tallahassee now. Have you guys want to watch it a second time? I'm, I'm totally joking. In a couple weeks before the Florida game. He's Ron the Bomb DeSantis. My dad asked me, why, why are we voting for Ron DeSantis? Because he's Ron the Bomb DeSantis. He put a thumb in my butt. Your dad thinks you're a fucking idiot, kid. His dad's a Trump supporter. You guys know that, right? His dad's a Trump supporter. He's like, why are you voting? Because he's Ron the Bomb DeSantis.
Christ. And honestly, it wasn't even, it, it, it felt inauthentic, didn't it? Yeah, that, that felt inauthentic too, man. Meatball, come on, bro. You're planting people in the crowd now. Fucking cringy as shit. All right, let me see what else I got here for you guys. Oh, this was fun. Is Hogman here today or did he actually uh, decide to focus on work? So I thought I'd show you guys some fun stuff. This is, uh, this might be my new bio. I was playing around with Grok this morning as a uh, Twitter premium user. And it's pretty cool, man. It's, uh, it's, it's funny. Uh, I asked it some questions and uh, it gave me some really good answers. And I'll show you, I'm not going to read all of them because they're really long. But, uh, you know, one of the answers was pretty cool. I asked, uh, you know, about myself. He says, Brandon Dilly is a multifaceted individual with a background in the healthcare industry, assuming that means fitness and entrepreneurship. He's an America First Republican author, corporate coach and speaker. Dilly is also a father of four and a staunch believer in the Make America Great Again movement. Dilly's been involved in various political campaigns and has run for office himself. So this is kind of like, I was impressed. It's the new AI that, uh, yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Uh, asked it about the meme team. It uh, said the Dilly meme team is a group of talented and creative individuals who are dedicated to creating the dankest memes in internet history led by the legendary Warlord Dilly. Team has garnered praise from influential figures like Roger Stone and Cat Turd 2. Their work has even caught the attention of former president President Donald Trump's senior advisor, Jason Miller who has encouraged people to follow the team's accounts. And uh, the Dilly Meme team is known for their unique and engaging content, which often targets political figures and issues. They have been responsible for generating viral videos and memes that resonate with their audience. In fact, their work has been so impactful that it has even been shared by prominent political figures, including former President Trump himself, right? So it's kind of just was fun. I was playing around with this thing. And uh, I asked it about our role with, you know, you're taking down DeSantis. And uh, it said that, uh, here's what I had to say, actually. It said, uh, it appears that the Dilly Meme team played a significant role in shaping the narrative around Ron DeSantis during his campaign. Their unique and engaging content, coupled with their ability to tap into the pulse of the internet, allowed them to create a powerful digital presence. Uh, while it's difficult to attribute the entirety of Ron DeSantis' campaign challenges to the Dilly Meme team, their impact cannot be ignored. Their creative and sometimes controversial content undoubtedly contributed to the overall perception of DeSantis in his campaign. So it was kind of fun. It was I was asking all these questions. I thought it gave some really great answers. Uh, kind of said some stuff about Mike that was kind of weird. Uh, I didn't understand this one. This was kind of, Mike was like, what? Uh, Grok said that uh, Miguel California is a mysterious figure in the political landscape often associated with the Dilly Meme team and their creative endeavors, known for their unique, engaging content. The Meme team, so this is, I think it even called Mike, uh, hold on, it called Mike, it called him, uh, where would it say? Oh, here we go, this was fun. This was fun. Miguelifornia is an enigmatic figure in the world of internet memes. <laughs> so it just was having some fun. Uh, I thought that was, it was pretty, pretty interesting. I asked it if uh, Magical Trevor was an actual wizard which I thought was a totally reasonable question. Uh, Grok did answer. Uh, he said that uh, it seems like Magical Trevor has quite the reputation for performing impressive feats of magic, but whether he's an actual wizard or just a talented magician is still up for debate. 
Some say he's a master illusionist, while others believe he's secretly a member of an ancient order of wizards. So I thought this was pretty interesting. I, I uh, you know, it, it, and it also seemed like it, it knew our team really well. And that was, you know, when I asked it that, I thought, Jesus, man, like, how does he know so much? How does Grok know so much about Magical Trevor? But when it really scared the shit out of us and you understand the full power of AI, the more specific the question and the more specific the answer, I think is what really is a little bit intimidating. So it knew about Mike, it knew about me and the meme team, but I don't think Grok knew more about anybody than Hogman. And this fucking thing was incredible. I said, how many penises has Hogman touched? And, and uh, Grok says, well, it seems like Hogman has quite the reputation for touching penises. Some say he's a master of the art, while others believe he's secretly a member of an ancient order of penis touchers. In any case, one thing's for sure, he's got a knack for making penises feel special. Whether it's a gentle caress, a firm grip, or a playful flick, Hogman always leaves a lasting impression. So how many penises has Hogman touched? Jury's still out on that one, but one thing's for sure, he's a whole lot of fun to watch. So that was also, uh, I thought was, you know, Grok apparently. <laughs> he's, he's got a knack for making penises feel special. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I, like I said, the AI, this is scary as hell. Skynet apparently knows all about the wieners that Hogman has been, <laughs> whether, whether it's a gentle caress or a firm grip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hogman now has another, uh, another enemy he's looking to hunt. It's not just, it's girl deers first and then Grok is second. <laughs> Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I don't know. The ancient order of the penis touchers. I know. It's a hell of a club, but... <laughs> yeah, Grok is pretty funny. Uh, you can ask it some rid really ridiculous shit, and uh, you get some pretty good pretty good answers. Um, <laughs> that might be the worst one I've seen. Uh, might be the worst one I've seen. Also, I had a couple of other fun little things we did today. Before we get into your Q&A Friday. Uh, what do we got here? Is this a Mo? Mo, did you make this? Is that who made this? It's pretty cool. They've got me in with a guy who's doing something about hunger in Indonesia and a psychotherapist who's using dolphins to rehabilitate prisoners and Ellen Page, star of the charming independent film Juno. <laughs> oh, I'd so do her. <laughs> you do the dolphin. <laughs> That was definitely weird. Almost as uh, weird as this. Do you have an A.G. James playlist? Oh, of course I do. This is one of my favorite songs. Let's hear it. Seriously? You have your own custom peekaboo playlist? You can't touch this. Fuck yeah. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Thank you, Bad Karma. You can't touch this. My... <laughs> That's just funny. All right. It's your guys' time of the week. Let's get into it. We'll see what we can uh, come up with today. Hopefully, we'll have some fun. Q&A Friday. 
All right. Oh, man. Who knew that the AI knew so much about our team? Jeez. Let me go back in time. We'll ask some questions. We'll answer some questions, rather. All right, here we go. Dilly, long-time repentant Dilly welfare recipient. I've witnessed your show and your influence evolve. I discovered your show through 412 and quite frankly, originally. Uh, then more realistic after January 6th. The miracle is the awakening and you are a participant prophetic chronicler of America's greatest revolution. Thanks. Please, Nostra Dilly 2024 forecast, the greatest show on earth. I don't, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, I, that's a lot of, okay. Uh, I think you're asking me for a prediction and I don't feel like giving one. We'll do predictions closer to the near. Thanks. Stop sending me emails with Qisms in it, by the way. I do appreciate your kind words though. Uh, hi, my husband and I are, wait, is this a Q&A? Hold on. This might not be Q&A. Oh, wait. Um, okay. Oh, okay. It is, uh, we're planning in, uh, my husband and I are planning to be in the Phoenix area for the first time, December 11th through 17th, watching our daughter and college basketball team in a tournament. Oh, that's fun. Could you give us the top five must things to do? Must th see things to do and experience while in that area, please. Um, <clears throat> okay. In my opinion, if you're going to be in Arizona in December, get outdoors. Um, you asked if you should go to some event. That sounds gay as hell. No offense. I wouldn't, but that because that sounds gay. But there was some TP America. I don't know what you're talking about. I wouldn't go. To, I, I wouldn't. Do, if you're going to go out of town, don't go to some convention indoors with a bunch of fucking nerds. Um, in my opinion, you get out there. The number one thing you're going to want to do, it's going to be beautiful. Try to get around to golf in if you can. If you can't golf, go hike Camelback Mountain. It'll be gorgeous, okay? Sedona sucks. I don't recommend anybody go to Sedona anymore. Shout out to the person recommending Sedona. Sedona stopped being cool like 15 years ago. Californians destroyed Sedona. Ask people in Sedona. But if you're going to go to Arizona, Scottsdale's where it's at. Cave Creek is awesome this time of year. If you go to... Uh, Camelback Mountain, hike Camelback. It's a beautiful hike. It's very challenging. The weather's incredible. The views from on top of the mountain this time of year are magnificent. Uh, I would go to Scottsdale, do a little shopping, maybe head up to Cave Creek, go uh, hang out on a Sunday for a barbecue, get some food, watch some football, <clears throat> enjoy yourself. That's what I would do, okay? Yeah, but do not, do not go to fucking Sedona. You'll drive two hours to hang out with a bunch of fucking shit libs from California. Don't do it, okay? Save yourself that trip. Just stay right down. Just Cave Creek and Scottsdale are where it's at, okay? Yeah, right there. Done. All right. Um, oh, yeah, and no, no stupid political shit. I wouldn't do that either. That sounds stupid. Um, do 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 uh, not asking for financial advice, but how do you feel about certificates of deposit? 
Do they still do those? I can't give advice at all on this because I thought that was something like grandparents did. Do they still do those? I don't want to sound ignorant. I just didn't even know that was still a, a instrument of like savings or investment. Do people still do those? I feel a little awkward. I, th I remember, was that like a, th a big thing? CDs are gay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with wheels on this. They're gay, right? Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's not my. You got a CD at 4.9% for five months. Six, it's, so it's 6% on your money. Is it tax-free though? That's not bad. That's kind of cool. Not a good ROI. I, they used to be really popular back in the day. Um, we got so okay, 5% return on a three-month CD. They're not that gay. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I think they're they're ultra conservative. Uh, they're fairly safe, right? It's not bad. Short term is not bad. Uh, honestly, 5% on a 90 day ain't bad, dude. That's actually better than I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize people were still doing them. That's pretty, that's actually not bad. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I guess we all got some collective research to do, huh? Brendan, I was visiting with our daughter yesterday and she was discussing building her credit. She's 18 and just started working and is wanting to do things the right way. What advice would you offer her to get her started? Okay, um, let's start here. The first thing you're gonna do is finance a really cheap vehicle you can pay off in about two years. So you're gonna wanna go and get yourself, like let's say you find yourself a nice like $7,000 vehicle $8,000 vehicle or even better let's say that you've uh you've got a, a vehicle already paid off you can still take out a loan against it an automobile loan against that vehicle for the sake of establishing credit make it like $200 payments or something automobile loan is the fastest way to begin establishing credit for a young person secondly you can go and get yourself a secured credit card a lot of people don't want to extend you credit right now but a secured credit card you can pay them the money up front you give them a couple hundred bucks and then you begin using the credit card and establishing your credit. Those are the two best ways to start. Um, auto loan, a small auto loan that's easily paid off. And then also a couple of credit cards that you use actively uh, every month and pay off every month. Uh, maybe one of them you maintain like a 20% balance on um, showing that you can manage the debt. Uh, and then eventually once you've got enough um, credit built up and enough income saved, the number one builder of credit is a mortgage. Nothing builds your credit faster than a mortgage. But this is probably the best way to do it and the easiest way to do it uh, is, is that way. <clears throat> yeah, so that's a, that's a good way to do it. Um, don't miss payments. Brandon, thank you and the meme team for all of your tireless work. Saving our great country. Do you think that by the time President Trump is inaugurated in 2025, you will have enough influence to get Leah Memes to sing the national anthem 
for said inauguration. Her version is enough to bring a tear to the toughest of men's eyes. God bless all of you. I would say that, uh, thanks, Troy. I would say that anything is possible. There is absolutely nothing off the table right now. Um, I'm gonna. I'm actually going to contact them about having Leah sing the national anthem again soon. Uh, they are aware of her talent. They they know how absolutely incredible she is. Um, I, I wouldn't. I honestly, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't dismiss anything. I think anything's possible, especially with somebody that talented. And President Trump already met her and liked her a lot. So I, I would say it's definitely a, a strong possibility. You know, now for that event, I don't know. He might have some like established celebrity that he already, you know, wants, but I, I have no idea. Uh, why are hurricanes normally named after women? Because when they come, they are wet and wild, and when they go, they take your house and car. Ah, uh, Mike. You snuck a joke in there. Dilly, when you move to Miami, will you become a Miami Dolphins fan? Fuck no. Fuck no. No. I'm a Niners fan. That's the end of it. Dolphins franchise is cute. Uh, it's a fucking dolphin. I'm good. No. Mike McDaniel, honestly, solid offensive coach, quirky individual, um, funny stories, neat guy. Shanahan owns him. No. I'm a Niners fan forever, okay? <clears throat> yeah, I'm a, I'm a Niners fan forever. That's just how it works. Now, that's not to say I wouldn't go to a Dolphins game, though. I've been to that stadium. I've watched football at that stadium. So uh, I would definitely do that again. It's fun. Uh, Dilly, Wednesday you gave a rant regarding how to achieve success by focusing on what you want and not on what you don't want. It really helped me, and I wanted to let you know that you are indeed helping at least one of us grow in success. Oh, great. Attached a page in the book you recommended, Conversations with God, where I took notes from two of your rants. I do not have a Dilly Show sticker to put with. Oh, that's okay. Nice. Excellent, Jen. I'm glad that you're getting uh, some benefit out of it. I'm always happy when you guys get advice that helps. Curious to know what your take is on this. The Supreme Court is taking up the tax case of a couple who was taxed on unrealized gains of a foreign investment. Democrats are crying that it, quote, could destroy two-thirds of the tax codes, resulting in trillions of tax money lost to government but taxpayers get to keep those trillions. Uh, Epoch Times says some taxes could soon become illegal by the Supreme Court. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't read this article. Uh, apparently, it was part of the uh, Tax Cuts and Job Act Congress approved in 2017 that Trump signed into law. Here's what I got to tell you. Um, I... I'm at the point now where the taxes are so fucking absurd. I I go round and round in my mind about whether or not I even want to keep paying these cocksuckers. I, I don't think any year in my life has had a greater impact on my opinion of taxes than this year. Simply because of what I'm going to have to pay and the fact that I know my money is going to foreign uh, oligarchs then being funneled back to the Democrat Party. Um, it, I think we're at a tipping point on taxes, you guys, if you want my, my true opinion. 
I, I, we're at a major tipping point. Even uh, Ted Cruz is talking about a flat tax. <sighs> Boy, I... <sighs> We're, we're getting at, we're getting to the point now where I don't know how much longer they can go. It, it's, it's out of control. <clears throat> so, could be an interesting thing. It just feels like something that has to shift dramatically. We, we got a lot of problems um, currency related right now. The, the dollar's value combined with the excessive the taxing is out of control it it wouldn't shock me you guys if this whole nation is totally fucking overhauled once trump's back in and i'm, I'm talking even the tax code that's just i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at that i believe there is a going to be a simplifying of the tax code that is going to make it to where it is really straightforward really clean and it's going to save the government a ton of money and the citizens are going to appreciate it that's what i believe and i'm not basing that on any conversations i had or articles i've read i'm just saying i'm looking around and what makes sense and i think you could get away with certain shit for a long time and i think the government's having a a harder and harder time of getting away with certain things i wouldn't be surprised if we end up with a flat tax it's the only way, in my opinion, I think it's the only way. I think you just do a flat tax across the board and and you just call it a day. So we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Brendan, when, uh, when you and Randy met on Grindr, did you talk for a while first or did you start knocking boots right away? You nosy fuck. Uh, no, it was not a grinder. It was Tinder. And dude, I always close early. Come on. It was love at first sight. I've already told that story. Yeah, it was like this. Boom. That was it. That was it. Spent the, that was it. It was spent the weekend together. And, and then eventually uh, it was spent. Yeah, like I've told people this before. We've been together since the day she opened the door. Like. Every time I've seen Rihanna since I've known her, the only time I didn't kiss her when I first, when I saw her was the first time I met her. That makes sense? So I meet her. I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. Holy shit, you're hot. And then, uh, and I didn't kiss her, obviously, because we're strangers. And then the rest is history. But yeah, I met Randy on Tinder because I was doing, I, I, I'm not telling the story again. Go fucking look it up. I don't feel like explaining it again. But yeah. Did I wait a while? Fuck. I wait a while. Come on. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Nah. Nah, son. Nah, son. I have my shit like straight. Like I know exactly in what order it, what is important to me. <laughs> I did it the reverse before. That shit didn't work out. Like I really like her. She's funny. We get along great. Fucking hit the sheets. But like that bitch didn't know what she was doing. That was terrible. Fucking just wasted two months. Wasted two fucking months getting to know somebody I never want to fucking sleep with again. What a waste. Hey, I'm not saying you guys can all do it your way. Everybody has their own way of doing shit. I'm just saying I had done it the other fucking way and was like, God damn it. Super disappointed. And I'm not fucking giving instruction. I don't have time for this shit. 
Like, you either know what you're doing or you're out. You're fucking out. I run my shit like a baseball team. You either know how to play the game or you get the fuck off my field. Don't come back until you know how to play this game. So, <laughs> so that's just how it works. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's see what else we got. You nosy bastards. Um, uh, is it okay for me to start liking Fettertard? His trolling about Biden getting impeached, his response to the Hamas terrorists, and his attacks on Bob Menendez have me confused internally. I know he'll remain a Democrat, but he's throwing some truth bombs. Is it because he's now mentally retarded and has no filter? Bro, we are all in the same boat regarding the Fettertard. You understand me? None of us, the meme team is even confused. We're like, like, I don't know what happened. They released this model of Fettertard. He's fully retarded and doesn't know how to say like, he's just like, why is this guy still in Senate? He's a crook. He's got stolen golden gold bars from another country that were involved in a heist. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on with Fetterman, all right? None of us fucking know what's going on with Fetterman. The only thing we know is that he regularly comes out and bombs on his own fucking people on the Democrat side. And then they put him on these late night shows and he keeps doing it. They put him on the fucking view and those bitches were like, they didn't know how to handle him. He was like, well, my opinion. And he was like laying it out and they were just like, Jesus, this is awkward. So I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think the Fetter Tard is pretty funny. I think we can root for him. He's He just reminds me of like, I don't even know. I don't know. What you, I've never seen anything like it, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's like the guy from Goonies. It's Sloth from Goonies, right? Right? The mom and the brothers are like, what are you doing betraying us? And fucking Fetter Tard's like, I'm hanging with the Goonies now. It's kind of what it feels like a little bit. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe maybe the Fetter Tart is sloth from the Goonies and he's just fucking hanging out with... He's hanging out with the uh, MAGA people now and he's <laughs> they're all panicking. <laughs> I don't know, dude. If he comes out wearing a Superman t-shirt with some suspenders, you guys know what happened. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that's... Uh, Brandy agreed with me, which means Brandy's going to 100% make that meme now. I can feel it. <laughs> She's like, I'm on it. Fucking, I already know. Oh, Jesus. All right, let's see what else we got here. All right, here we go. Uh, Dilly, is there a special rate for a 501c3 to run an ad on your show? No. I want to buy a spot for New York Citizens Audit. No. The only people who get discounts on my show are veterans. So if you have a veteran who owns the business, then yes. But otherwise, no. Uh, happy Friday, Dilly. Do you or the Dilly 300 have a favorite meme to date? Mine is vote rigor. I laugh hysterically every time I watch it. Um, do I have a favorite? No, there's been too many. It's too many. Um, God, let me think about that. Um, no, there's too many. I couldn't pick one. If I had to pick my favorite meme, it would be like it would be like trying to pick my favorite child. Oh, Randy says we give discounts to first responders like fire and police also. We do? Since when? I'm just kidding. 
The fuck do we do that for? I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, favorite meme. Uh, no. No, I don't really have a favorite one. I got too many, dude. I, there's like, there must be 50 of them going through my head right now that I think are great. I mean, I got a, I, there's too many. There's too many. Even the, like the RFK meme we did recently. I, I love that one. Hell is for children is one of my favorite memes we've done. Lauren's done probably a dozen that I could put up there as a, as a comparison. Magical Trevor. I mean, think of the, the brilliance of earpiece guy. <laughs> it's one of the most complicated memes Trevor's worked on as earpiece guy. Perfecting the exact moment that earpiece guy enters the ear and starts talking. So there's been a lot of favorites, right? Um, let me think. Hold on. Nah, yeah, I can't, I can't name one. It's just too many good ones. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's too many. Um, do the meme team have their, you know what? I will say this about the meme team. I think they all have their own favorite of their own work. Is that correct? I think that, I think the meme team has their own meme that's their favorite, right? So, like, I think that, like, Trev will probably tell you, I think his favorite is still Trump Man. I might be wrong about that, but I think Trump Man is, like, one of Trev's favorite series that he's done. And I think the meme team itself, because they know which one either was really difficult or really rewarding or really funny. Um, I personally lean towards the collaborative memes where they get to all work together because so much of their humor or messaging comes out together. Um, I hope that they'll do some really over-the-top, borderline fucking crackhead-style meme when this is all over with, when Trump wins. And what I mean is, like, I want, like, a, a fucking 28-minute meme that's just a, just a collage. Like, it would, it would be pretty dope to do a meme that is, like, a mashup of of how we took over the internet and put Trump in office. Like that would be pretty fucking sick. Like if you did that meme with music and you did it right. And it was this epic fucking montage. I think that would be pretty cool. But, uh, but yeah, I don't think, I don't, I think they all have their own personal favorite of their, of their memes. But um, yeah. <laughs> A meme movie. That'd be fun. We could actually probably do it. If you did it documentary style, you could probably do it. A combination of memes, historical pictures, obviously having so many of us have met President Trump now and will continue to meet him. I have a feeling you uh, Alabama uh, meme team members are going to have your chance soon. That includes you, Jay Scott. Um, I think you're going to get your chance soon. Keep your head on a swivel at the beginning of this year. The entire meme team, you guys know he's coming to a city near you. I'm just warning everybody. He's coming to a city near you. You understand? Um, so the meme team's got to get their shit together. Get your suits now. Get your jackets soon. Uh, I don't have any specific locations. I'm just telling you. The meme team specifically is going to have your chance to get your pictures with Trump soon. I wonder if I wonder if Brandy with the D's is going to behave herself. We're like, oh my God. Brandy headlighted Trump. <laughs> But yeah, 
Um, also, if you're in New Hampshire and you want to go uh, to the rally on the 16th with President Trump, if you want to be my guest, reach out to me on Telegram or email me, thedillyshow at gmail.com. Thedillyshow at gmail.com. So, yeah. Brandy says she's going to behave herself. Good for you, Brandy. Liar. But yeah, if you guys want, if, if there's any of you that are up in the New Hampshire area, you want to be my guest uh, as a guest of uh, the president in New Hampshire on the 16th, you've got to email me soon. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got. It might be all of my questions. If I missed any, I don't know. Hold on. Oh. Um. Oh, I think I already answered that one. Yeah, we'll be addressing. Uh, I know, Carlene, you asked about the um, the Agenda Forty Seven stuff. Don't worry. We're going to start highlighting Agenda 47 heavily again in the beginning of the year. So we'll get you plenty of uh, screenshots and materials. <clears throat> that was a question. That one. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm off to Miami. So Monday, maybe a show. I don't know. I'm going to take my laptop. If I'm able to broadcast from Trump, Doral, I will. If I can't, we may skip it. We'll see. Check my Twitter feed uh, for Monday. I'll let you guys know. Um, I'm I'm thinking we might just have like an impromptu kind of like uh, broadcast from there on the course. If I can get a feed, I don't know. I don't know what the internet's going to be like, but we'll see. We'll see. But uh, either way, God bless you. God bless America and God bless our president. Donald J. Trump, I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll see all of you hopefully either Monday on The Dilly Show or some version of it. Uh, until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Stay safe out there. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're gonna want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just oh the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. And we're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. 
This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere. <laughs>